0: Welcome back to Merrimack Hockey and joining us for this intermission it's Steve Degler he's doing the play by play on the game tonight for the WBIN and also Fox College Sports you guys have done several games this year and. Uh, Just first of all, uh, get your overall impressions of, I mean, I know it's been a difficult season for for the Warriors, uh, your impressions of, you know, what's gone well, what hasn't gone well. It has been a a tough
1: year. Certainly they've struggled to score goals both uh, five on five and sometimes on the power play. So, you know, I kind of feel for the guys because it's it's a good core of players on the team and Coach Denny, he has done a fantastic job this year. He's been very upbeat, very positive, even though it's been a tough stretch. So hopefully they can finish strong, win a
0: couple games here in the last two weekends of the regular season, and then make some noise in the playoffs. So let me ask you a question. It's kind of batting this around a little bit. The whole business of changing the playoff format. This, this the last few years had always been a team, a Merrimack team that had, uh, you know, I mean, it was a big deal that they hadn't made the playoffs for several years, and then the last couple of years working hard to get into it, and that was always their first goal in the season. And I, I've kind of wondered whether or not. I mean, I mean, maybe totally off base. Just wondering your thoughts. You know, the fact that everybody does get in this year. I mean, was that a negative for this team in any way? It kind of, it's a mixed
1: bag for me. It's nice that everybody has a chance to win the title, but when you only. Take a certain number, then you know there's a finite goal that you have to be in that top six or top eight, whatever it is, and you know if you're below that, you need to pick it up and play a little bit better down the stretch. Now when you're done, even if you had a poor season, you start with a clean slate. So I think it's a little bit of both right now, but for the Warriors, it's really a beneficial
0: situation because they know after next weekend they're going to play at least one more game. It's an unusual situation for them to be in, especially after the last few years. I mean, uh, the uh, the success that they'd had the last few years had kind of raised the expectations here.
1: It really had, and now you just find out a lot about your team as well. When you have some adversity, how do guys react, both collectively and individually how do they respond and right now they have three games in the regular season that they have a chance to get things going in the right direction get some positive momentum going and
0: try to be a team that can be a factor once the playoffs start well, when you look around the rest of the league as well, what jumps out at you? You know, what what surprises you, or, or what's uh, come to be expected? I would say even BC has been, you know, the, the, as dominant as they've been. That's been a little bit of a surprise.
1: Yeah, you never expect BC to be a surprise in any way, shape, or form. But the way they've played this year, just running through the hockey East, has been a big surprise. And you know, Lowell being able to sustain what happened last year, maybe even be a little bit better in some aspects of the game. You know, I I thought maybe Notre Dame would be a little stronger coming in. Maybe I just got wrapped up in the whole tradition and and being out there isolated in the the Midwest and being tough to go out there and playing against them on the road. But they've kind of had a tough time this year, and they're not going to get that first round by. So I think, you know, BC's dominance and maybe Notre Dame not being quite as good as I thought they might be, not saying they were going
0: to win the regular season, are two surprises for me. And uh, I'd have to throw this Vermont team that we're going to see tonight in the mix as well. I mean, watching them the way they played last night. I mean, they came into the game last night, and they hadn't beaten Merrimack in the last 12 games. They were 0-9-3 and uh, in, in winning the game last night and on top of uh, a pretty strong season they've already had so far.
1: Yeah, I've seen them twice. I watched the game last night. I also saw their game against Penn State that they played in Philadelphia and played a very good game there after falling behind early. They've got a really great top line. McCarthy really centers those two freshmen and does a great job and defensively they're very difficult to score against five on five. They're almost impossible to score against in a power play situation so they're a team that even though they're not going to be in that top five mix right now, could be very dangerous in the
0: tournament. The other interesting thing to me about, to, to me about Vermont is, is looking at what's happened to them. This is a team that five years ago was in the, the NCAA Frozen Four and had a terrific season, a couple of pretty good years in, w- in which they would made the NCAA tournament and made it to the Frozen Four, and then had you know took a turn where you know a couple of years that where they struggled in the position where this Merrimack team is this year, and yet they've turned the corner and trending back up with this year.
1: It is a very similar situation. I mean, they have 10 freshmen on the team. I think Merrimack's going to see a very similar circumstance next year. They're going to have a lot of young players in the team fighting for some playing time, and the freshmen for Vermont have produced. and We saw Piscarich last night with yeah. a natural hat trick in the third yeah. period. So he's got some guys in this team, Coach Senden, that can play, and as they get
0: better and better, this is a team that figures be to continue going on the upswing over the next few years. And you mentioned Chris McCarthy. He's finally healthy this year, and, and he certainly keys them. I mean, doing little things at both ends of the ice. He's really good, even strength. He's good in special teams. He's a lot stronger than
1: he looks. So you don't think you're going to be able to, to move this guy as, as, as tough as it is to move him. You think, oh, I can push this guy into the corner and knock him off the puck, and he doesn't. He's got a great low center of gravity. He really has a good idea of what he's doing out there, what his strengths are, and four assists last night. So you know he's unselfish, able to set up his teammates
0: for better opportunities. And when you have a guy like Mario Pascaric who comes in and scores the way that he has, I mean, we've seen some of the other guys. Sam Annis from Quinnipiac did the same thing, and you know they have a few a number of other freshmen around the country but I mean, it, seemed, it, it, it makes a tremendous difference in, in the, uh, the, the quality of your team and what they're able to do.
1: And they've got a great goal-scoring tradition at Vermont. They've yeah. had a lot of guys that have gone on to the next level and put a lot of pucks into the net. And Piskarich, one of those guys that just seems to be in the right place at the right time. A couple of garbage goals around the front of the net last night, but strong and a pretty good shot. And, and that knack of being in the right place is, is beneficial. Sometimes it's better than, than some of the other intangibles you can have as a hockey player. Just be where the puck is going to be when it's time to put it in the net. And that's what he did last night.
0: Yeah, before we uh, touch on tonight's game and, and what, what you think will be important, especially after talking to the coaches, uh, you've been following the Olympic hockey and uh, your thoughts on it, and tomorrow morning you've got Canada-Sweden for the gold medal.
1: Yeah, I've been following it as best I can, certainly disappointing for the United States, both the women and the men, especially the women, to have that 2 nothing lead with three, games, uh, three minutes left in the gold medal game against their arch nemesis and to see it slip away. Uh, the men you knew yesterday was going to be a tough matchup, and Canada just had that defensive shell and shut them down, and you were hoping maybe they'd find a spark today and bounce back and claim the bronze medal, but it seemed like once the Fin got up especially by a couple of goals it was the all the air was gone for the u.s team and it ended up being an ugly third period but you know disappointing all the way around thought we'd maybe have a chance to win two gold medals and end up with none in those sports
0: I know, I know. So, uh, who, who do you like tomorrow canada sweden well, I think you have to go with with the
1: Canadians. I think at some point Sidney Crosby is going to wake up and, and maybe he's not going to have the goal in overtime to win the game, but he's had a very quiet tournament thus far. And while the Swedes are very good, I, I think the Canadian team just has too much firepower. And Carey Price is playing unbelievable goal right now.
0: Yeah, uh, Price versus Lundqvist. I mean, that could be at a like zero-zero shootout uh, <laughs> uh, shootout for the gold medal. <laughs> that
1: could be a very long game, depending on how long that shootout could take to finish. Right. If, if they, those guys are hot again tomorrow, that's for sure.
0: All right. So Merrimack and Vermont tonight is the second game of this of the weekend set for them. Uh, what, what do you think? will be the key tonight.
1: Well, Merrimack has played better on the back ends of the weekend series so far. I think they just need to get off to a good start. They need to play with the lead, something they haven't done a whole lot. They haven't had a whole lot of firepower in the first period, and they've given up a lot of goals in the third period, three last night. So I think they need to have that good start, get out in front, and then try to, to play a solid third period, a good 20 minutes there, and seal a win because they desperately need one right now to end this
0: six-game losing streak. Alright, Steve, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Have a good call tonight on WBIN and Fox College Sports. Thanks, Mike. My pleasure. Alright, Steve Degler has been our guest here. And we'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.